Another installment of a question that we ask thoroughly every week. Every week. Every week. Still ain't figured it out. Every week. Still here. Who Ready. raised you hoes? I am your host, Lunel. Okay. And it's just Marlon. We are here, and for the first time in months, at this point, months. Yeah. This is going to be a dry episode. Oh. Um. For you guys that don't are not a, that basically are not aware, anytime that we record, it's some type of alcoholic beverage. But just wine, right? Thought juice, something, something, just a little something. But I say that I say that to say this: one, we had a wild night last night. We did. Two, though I enjoy a drink, I do this to show restraint almost. That you actually can record without alcohol. That's right. You can do regular things without it. And also for the people that struggle with alcohol addiction, it's kind of the reason why I do this every once in a blue. Mm. A dry episode. Mm-hmm. So, I, last night, who last night? We had a great time. It was a wonderful time. Yeah. But I had a little switch. <laughs> so, I needed to set my ass down somewhere. Mm-hmm. And I did that. And literally, literally, we're just getting to uh, get into my house from Brooklyn. We've been here for like uh, two hours now. Yeah. Two hours. So we're coming straight to we're coming straight to you guys. It is Super Bowl Sunday. So mm-hmm. I said, you know what? Let's just go on ahead and let's go ahead and just do this. Get it over with. Yeah. Let's do it. Because yeah. I have to be somewhere. This this evening, I'm going somewhere, and it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be everything. So, with that being said, let's get started. Um, you have been you've been on the toilet long enough. <laughs> Your feet are dangling at this point. Uh-huh. And your clothes um, starting to smell like that shit. Okay, and I want you to go on ahead, get up, and do what? Flush. That's it. Scroll on. Scroll the hell on. Um, hmm. So let's start with the good news here. Um, 
congratulations are in order for Ciara um, Russell Wilson. They announced number that three. baby number three number is three. on underway. Um, Ciara actually was dropping hints on her Instagram. Was she? Yeah, like she dropped a hint that um, like basically if you paid attention, a lot of her clothes became loose and slightly baggy. Okay. And then she wore, I think they had went skiing and she took a picture with a hoodie that says three. Oh, how nice. So she was basically kind of dropping hints and then she made the announcement um, kind of like in a distance you could just see a growing belly in the background and it said number three and then Russell also took a, a selfie, got himself in kind of on the side um, taking a picture and he said, and they will say number three. Um, so congratulations to them girl. Congrats. That puss is working overtime. Listen. Um, this is baby number three so um, I don't know what it's going to be but as long as it's healthy and you guys continue to love it like you do love it to children, I'm all for it. Right. Okay. Get you stop fucking stop fucking around with Tyrone and get you with um a Jason. Uh, okay. Cause y'all call him corny and that man holding it down. Okay, listen. <laughs> so y'all be sitting here so upset when these men don't be wanting to accept your child, but this man literally hmm. in as a father figure in her oldest son's life. Your nigga. Yours. Mm, yours. Does not want to do shit. Well. So that's that on that. That's just gonna be that on that. <laughs> um so I don't know if you guys been keeping up. But um there's the coronavirus going around. Um, I still like am not very I'm not very well versed on exactly what's going on or what happened, but I know it's mainly affecting China right now. Right. Like China, sections of China that are basically right now quarantine mm-hmm. because it is so bad. Like the death toll, I think, is like in the two hundreds now. Yikes! So they're like literally quarantine is like if you don't have to go out, please do not. So um, there actually was a case where they actually found someone that actually had the virus here in the states. They're in Boston. Mm. Um, now y'all know Agent Orange. Um, the toddler in chief, Captain Cheeto. Uh, listen, Cheeto dust. <sighs> Cheeto dust. You know what? No, don't dis- let, let us not respect Cheetos and Cheeto dust because they are fucking treasure. Okay. Listen, the flying toupee. Oh, there you go. Thank you. <laughs> the flying the toupee. Flying fucking toupee. There we go. The raging, the, the raging, raging toupee. Mm-mm. The raging swear toupee. That bitch. That hoe. Um, recently um, expanded a travel ban to six countries. This includes Nigeria. So, uh, why? Don't why? know. Why? Don't know. Um, it's coming from the shade room. They're saying that they have a fit that. Agent Orange has officially restricted immigration from Nigeria and five other countries as an expansion of U.S.'s um, existing travel ban. Citizens from Nigeria, um, Eteria, I believe, Sudan, Tanzania, and I forget this uh, these last two countries that I really can't pronounce them. They will now be blocked. I don't know. Wow. I don't know why Nigeria is in this. I don't get it. But, you know the the irony in 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 the choice of words, because to say blocked just put such a reality on the fallacy that is his presidency right now. Listen, it's like a fucking reality TV show. It's literally the internet incarnate. I can't. 
That seemed like a ton of bricks. I'm sorry. Go ahead. So basically, um, that's just going to be that on that. I don't know if you, well, before we jump into literally the controversial week that has been taking place thus far. Shit. Um, I don't know if you've given keeping up the story. I think I told you, I showed you, like, before we recorded last week, the story about the kid that basically, I forget what state he was in, where he cut his, basically his school was saying he couldn't graduate oh. unless he cuts his locks. <clears throat> so basically the director for Hair Love, I don't know if you guys are familiar with what Hair Love is. It is basically a synopsis of it. It's basically a short animated film about a black girl and her daddy and her mm-hmm. basically embracing her hair. Right. So he has officially expend, um, extended the invitation for DeAndre Arnold to go to attend the Grammys with him. Work. So he will be at the Grammys. I mean, at the Grammys, excuse me, the Oscars um, with the director for Hair Love. He does have a nomination for it as well. So congrats. Mm-hmm. Come on, Silver Lining. So... Mm-hmm. Right. This is where the trade. Well, nope. I got one more. Um, as we all know, we announced it last week as we were on air that Kobe Bryant had passed. Um, we literally had just found out, and then while we were recording, we found out that Gianna, his daughter, was actually on. Oh, actually, in a helicopter with him. Right. Um, it came out that he is going to be inducted into the Not Smith. Basketball Hall of Fame um, in the class of 2020. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, Vanessa spoke out. His wife, Vanessa, his widow now, excuse me, Vanessa Bryant spoke out and basically sp- um, stated that there's several charities that that have been start that have been opened up. One that specifically will continue to, um, a basketball camp to continue the legacy of, of Kobe. Okay. Um, also, there's foundations for the other families that were affected in the crash as well. It's not just about them. Okay. So I'm, I'm like I'm I'm okay with this. Yeah. I'm okay with this, and I'm glad. Um, two more people that have spoke out about this were. And I think the ones that we were looking for was um, LeBron James and especially Shaquille O'Neal. You remember him and Shaq actually played together. So Shaq had came out and said what he needed to say. He said he felt like he lost a brother. Um, And basically LeBron felt the same way, like it was a deep cut. So I'm glad everyone is starting the healing process. Mm -hmm. Um, They have not made any announcements as far as burial or funeral memorial services, funeral arrangements, whatever they have you. There's been no announcements as of yet. And it has today makes it a week since everything has happened. So that's only been a week. It's been a week. We record remember we were recording last Sunday when everything was happening. Damn man. It's been a week. So um also the Laker organization decided um when was this the other night? This was yeah, this was Friday night. They decided to basically hold like a memorial service inside the Staples Center. Kind of um, for the Lakers, they did it. They dripped all of the seats with Kobe's at um, his early Lakers um, jersey when he had the, when he was number eight. They draped all the seats with them um, and basically let the players, everybody speak. LeBron was there. He spoke. It was just very moving to see that happen and I'm glad that it did. So hmm. Mm, let's take this train ride down the fuck hill. <sighs> As you knew, before we recorded last week, the Grammys took place. 
Um, it's a few. There's quite a few things that I, I as a music lover, need to vent about. So this is going to be long. Okay. Um. Ironically, before the Grammy, actually, we can talk about this before we get into the whole Grammy situation. Mm-hmm. Um, ironically, last Saturday night, Clive, the Clive Davis Grammy party took place, and Diddy spoke out about basically the Grammy organization not really giving hip hop the respect it deserves. Okay. Now. <clears throat> There's someone that has chimed in the actual conversation. Ooh, baby. And this was not the best of things. So Mace called out Diddy and claimed that he owes him money. Hmm. So I'm going to read the entire caption because I really need everyone to understand what M.A. Dollar Sign E had to say. Hmm. Diddy, I heard your Grammy speech about how you how you how you are now the artist now for the artist and about how the artist must take back control. So I'll be the first to take that in, uh, that incentive. Um, that initiative, excuse me. Also, before we ask of other ethnicities to do us right, we should do us as black people better especially the creators. Mm-hmm. I heard you loud and clear when you said that you are now for the artists and that and to that my response, if you want to see change, you ha- you can make a change today by starting with yourself. This is where the shade starts. Mm-hmm. Your past business practices knowingly has continued purposely starving your artists and has been let me catch myself. I had to flip the actual thing. Uh, extremely unfair to the, um, to the very artist that you helped obtain that icon award on the iconic bad boy label. For example, you still got my publishing from 24 years ago in which you uh, gave me 20K. <sighs> All right. Which makes me never want to work with you as an artist uh, with basically won't after you know someone is robbing you. Uh, is robbing you and tarnishing your name with um, when you don't want to comply with his hinderous <laughs> business model. Hmm. How, however, people will always ask what's up with Mace. So I'm forced to still perform not to look crazy when I was put, getting peanuts and that robbery would continue. So many great moments and people and people live um, lies, excuse me, in music, we're, we're lost. Then again, I rode with you in the face of death without flinching, and you still didn't, wouldn't do right. I never said anything because I wanted to wait until I was financially great, so I can en- so I can ensure that I was addressing this from a pure place and not out of spite. That is an important line. Right, it's very important. That is a very important. Line. Yes. I'm gonna read that again. I never said anything because I wanted to wait until I was financially great, so I can ensure to so I can ensure that I was addressing this from a pure place and not out of spite. Hmm. Meaning this was well thought out before he posted it, and he's not bitter about it. Right. To add insult, you keep screaming black excellence and love, but I know love isn't free. I offered you two million in cash just a few days ago to sell me back my publishing as his biggest artist alive. These are facts and facts that are true. 
that always showed you respect for giving me an opportunity at 19 years old. Your response was, if I can match what the European guy offered him, um, offered him that I basically, excuse me, I'm trying to make sense of this. That would be the only way I can get it back or else I can wait until I'm 50 years old and it would be reversed back to me from when I was 19 years old. You bought it for about 20K and offered me, and I offered you 2 million in cash. This is not like excellence at all. When our race is enslaving us. Oh, girl. He is. With them reading Monica on this one. Okay. If it's about us owning, it can't be about you owning each. We can't, uh, excuse me, it can't be about us owning each other. No more hiding behind love. You changed. Give the artists back their money so they can take care of their families. <laughs> Mason Bathup? That was, ladies and gentlemen, I want you to purely understand what just took place. He basically said, and he and I quote, that this came from a pure place and not out of spite, which means he's not bitter about it. However, he must address it. And he's he, not financially pressed either. That was a very important thing to really get back about this. He offered $2 million in cash to get his publishing, which is still being held hostage. You can know what that means. Hmm. In music, in the music industry, and it's for those of you guys that need schooling on what happens behind the scenes, you talk a lot about artists being independent. There's a reason why artists want to be independent. In music, there are two things. There's two things you can own, one or the other. You can either own your masters or you can own your publishing. Okay. If you're somebody. For instance, Mariah Carey. Mm-hmm. Mariah Carey's publishing is through the roof. Why? Because she wrote all of her stuff. Not to mention, her name is on majority of her number one singles, mm-hmm. which means there's money behind them. I think Mariah doesn't own the only album she does not own is her first album. So, it's time to will not give it to her. That album is double diamond certified. He's not giving that up. Right. So. If you're a songwriter, those publishing checks, especially if you made hits, those publishing checks hold weight. If you own the masters to your music, if someone wants to sample you, there has to be an agreement for sample and it has to actually pay to get the sample cleared or it has to be some type of agreement made. With that being said, artists in a realistic world, they want to own both, but it's going to be one or the other, or they're going to own percentages of both. Okay. So, in this instance, Mace had some hits back in the day mm-hmm. with, a, with a capital H and a capital S. Hits back in the day, which means, and he wrote them. So, which means his publishing has weight to it. Right. If Mace is not getting his publishing, he only got 20K. You only got 20K from all those songs that now you have to sit back and think of his discography. Mace had hits. So it's like, you don't, you have no publishing from that? No, that's sad. Ah, But you scream that you want respect for the hip hop community that you're in. And this isn't the first time we've heard this about Diddy. Yeah, I mean, if you look at Diddy's track record, he is not known for being the best to his artists. And then on top of that, Diddy has always had the best artists. And he fucks them over in the long run. And it's just sad. 
Like I think Faith had I think Faith got her master like she bought her masters back from him. Because mm-hmm. if you remember, it's a lot of hits in her discography. Yeah. And I think she finally got her masters back. But in this instance it's sad because he's telling the truth. How can you scream that you want equality from different races but you're not doing right by your own? Right. That's literally the and then turn around and tell me, well, unless I can match what this European dude is offering me for it, then you can't have it back. So I don't own. So basically, I sat here and I worked, I slaved hours to write these songs. And you mean to tell me that you don't want to give me my publishing? When y'all Damn. it came back to say it was some it was YG that said it like basically along the lines of stop signing to the, most of these labels is the god honest truth. If you don't, you should not be rushed into signing a recording contract if you do not have a lawyer. Hmm. So basically, if you're about to sign a recording contract and you don't know how to read for terms and conditions and certain things that can happen that come into that contract that you're signing, authorizing that you're okay with, right? Baby, fucked in the long run. I'm trying to tell you, <laughs> so many people do it. It's a segue. Hmm. Um, Khalees alleges former friend Pharrell ripped her off for her album sales, doubled down on Nas abuse in new art in new interview. So basically Khalees is specifying I'm gonna give a brief synopsis. Um in her interview with The Guardian, Khalees somewhat dragged the industry that she traded in for a peaceful farm life as <laughs> I know we don't yawn and that was unprofessional, but oh child. As well as her former close friends Pharrell Williams and Chad Hugo, which is basically they formed the Neptunes. Right. Uh, which she claimed they blatantly lied and tricked her out of the out of money out of her money for years. Khalees alleges that she never made money off of her first two albums due to bad contract to a bad contract she signed. When she addressed Pharrell and Chad about it, they allegedly responded with, "Well, you signed it." I'm like, yeah, I signed it. um, I signed what I was told, and I was too young and too stupid to double it to double check it. First and foremost, I love Khalees, I do, but literally, you basically admitted you did not read your contract. You admitted that you did not read the terms and conditions, and you basically I didn't double check it. If that's the case, you have to understand. You may not be able to afford a lawyer, yeah, but you need somebody in your team to look at that contract. You were nineteen. How the hell were you supposed to know the terms and conditions of what you agreed to? Because it's laid out in the contract. If you have someone interpret it to you, or if you know how to really read a contract, right? They'll tell you exactly what's being laid out in the terms and conditions. You're gonna owe. You're basically gonna owe this much for this album. Your advance is gonna be this much, but you're gonna have to pay back. Then also, you're not gonna get any of your publishing. You're not gonna own your masters. They can tell you these things when they look at the contract. Right. Because I promise you, one of the only, one of the few artists that did like one of the smartest things I've seen is when Drake first signed. He had it insured in his contract that he owned his masters. Wow. Which means everything that he has released, he owns the masters to it. Hmm. Boom. That's it. Boom. He has his masters, which is why he's able to do basically almost whatever he wants with his actual music. Because he has the masters for all of it. Huh. So, Khalees, girl, um, I I love you. I promise I do. But when you know better, you do what? Better. Okay. Um... Well, 
we've tried to tap this around us. But oh, there's one more I got. Selena Gomez reveals that she was emotionally abused while she was with Justin Bieber. Although it's been a few years since things ended with um, ended for good with Selena Gomez and Justin Bieber's past relationship, it's still a hot topic of conversation. While promoting her album, Selena opened up about their relationship and shook fans when she revealed that she was emotionally abused while they were together. As Selena continues to promote her number one single, Lose You to Love Me, and her album, Rare, She's making press rounds detailing the inspiration for the album. As many fans already um, suspected, a large part of the project is about her previous relationship with Justin Bieber, who she initially began dating back in 2010. And their off-again-on-again relationship lasted until 2008. E! reports that during um, their their recent in-depth interview with NPR, she revealed that she suffered emotional abuse from Justin um, that she's still healing from. Now, if you guys remember um, way back when, and I believe her when she says this, which I don't think I need to get into actual detail of abuse because I believe victims. So, if you remember, Justin was lashing out at certain points, like around, I want to say this was around when he put out that last album. Mm-hmm. He had like he had points where he would just lash out and do certain things um, in the media. So it's kind of, this is believable that that was happening to her. This is very believable. I don't need a reenactment. I don't even need detail on it. I actually believe it without having to read anything. Hmm. So, girl, Hill, the Lord loves you. I've tried to not address this, but it is time to talk about the Grammys. Hmm. Breathe in, breathe out. So, I think I'm going to address the elephant in the room first and then work our way to the next. Um, I don't know what it is about Billie Eilish. I will never understand the hype. I've never heard her music, so I can't even speak on it. But because Sis earned, she swept the major categories this year. Um, she swept album of the year for When We Fall Asleep, Where are we, Where Do We Go? She also got record and song of the year for Bad Guy. Hmm. And she won Best New Artist. Now, that is all of the major categories. Here's where I'm pissed. First of all, Bad Guy spent close to what? Two, three months trying to come for the number one spot that belongs to Old Town Road. Old Town Road broke a 20, I believe, 20 year record for Mariah Carey mm-hmm. for the longest running number one song. Mm-hmm. And you gave the actual, you gave the song of the year Grammy to Billie Eilish for why? Because. Oh, she even been here? Where did she come from? She's new. And apparently she has family that works inside the music industry. Oh, well. So, um, <laughs> my, my, my thing is, my, my thing is this. I, I need to say it. Um, how the hell did Bad Guy win over Old Town Road? Old Town Road was an earworm. It was infectious. <laughs> you heard it everywhere. The song lasted four months. Literally four months. It sat at number one. And you mean to tell, not even four, five, because if it beat Mariah Carey's records, it went like another week and then it fell. My thing is this. How the hell does it win? How the hell does Bad Guy win over Old Town Road? I'm really confused. 
I'm conflicted. I'm enraged. How the hell did it lose to that? How? Well, uh, to that guy. Hmm. We, we, you just said she got people on the inside. To that guy, it lost. To and she guy. just got here. I'm just like I, I'm. I, I literally just started hearing about her within the last month. I remember an interview, and this is the part where I feel like she didn't deserve to sweep because they said they're like, "Oh, her ear is incredible," blah blah blah. Like, no, don't care. Um, <laughs> I'm still trying to understand. She went on an interview and said that basically she doesn't believe that you have to, in a better lack of words, go through vocal acrobats to prove you can sing. I think there's so. some truth to that. Yes, but this is also my problem. You mean to tell me you're going to disrespect the people that actually yeah. get behind a mic and, and just sing. leave their soul in the room mm-hmm. as yeah. they're singing their heart out for something? They're actual singers that deserve to sweep and not you. And though, yes, at one point when people started to realize that she was mouthing as they announced, she was like, please don't be me. Please don't be me. Please don't be me. Because she knew. It was like, please don't be me. Like, I, I, come on. So, Sis left, if I'm not mistaken, she racked Grammys up. Racked them last week. And I'm like, I, I don't get this. I will never, ever, ever, ever understand this. <laughs> I'm like, my God, it's been years that the Grammys has completely gotten shit wrong, but my God, <sighs> this year this year and I'm glad I didn't watch the actual ceremony because this year this year they got so much shit wrong then my problem is this why 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 did Lizzo win the best urban separate album for um basically for this album because I love you why I need to understand this because in essence if you really want to be technical, she's pop. But why is her album listed in Urban? I want you to really think and marinate on that. Because you can count on hand how many radio stations that are Urban that actually play her music or have it in rotation. Because a lot of them don't. Let's see, I don't listen to radio, so... It, yeah, I driving before my Bluetooth actually connects because radio plays literally the same five to ten songs every day, all all day, every couple hours, every couple hours. Like, literally play the same songs all day. I'm like, try to listen to my iPod and listen to whoever the hell I want (laughs) and be all right. But she was listed at Urban Contemporary. Um, The actual snubs were a little crazy. Um, Ariana Grande got snubbed completely. Um, thank you next the album the singles everything she won nothing that's crazy too she thank you next was all over the place she that? won nothing at the Grammys um, the girls were, oh the girls were on Twitter Panini Press that she won nothing Taylor Swift got snubbed she won nothing um, well I mean there are certain things in life that are deserved <laughs> Oh shit! Moving on. <sighs> All right. Um, Beyonce wasn't snubbed. She won one Grammy for best music uh, music film for Homecoming, which was well deserved. Um, however, in the other categories, which they had her in, like the pop categories for some reason, she did not win. Of course, 
Nipsey Hussle, both of the Grammys that he was nominated for, um, well, two of them, it's he got nominated for he won for Best Rap Song for Raps in the Middle, and he also won Best Rap Song Collaboration for Higher, which is a DJ Khaled song with him and um, John Legend actually won a Grammy. Um, I'm trying to think of who else won. I can look up the actual winners on the Grammy.com, on Grammys.com. Um, it, it just, the Grammys were all over the place. I know Old Town Road definitely took some stuff home. Okay. Just not the one that was supposed to take off. Right. They won two. Um, Old Town Road won two Grammys. So here's the actual rundown of the people that won. Record of the year, Billie Eilish, bad guy. Album of the year, when we fall asleep, where do we go? Billie Eilish. Best new artist, Billie Eilish. Best rap song performance, Higher, DJ Khaled featuring Nipsey Hussle and John Legend. Song of the year, Bad Guy, Billie Eilish. Best rap album, Tyler the Creator, Igor. Um, I'm going to stop right here because Tyler the Creator is not rap. I'm really confused. What would you classify him as? He's more, he would definitely qualify in the urban category to me. And that's only because of the fact that technically he's alternative. But he, I wouldn't, I, he's hard to put into a genre, but you I don't know. Call I, him I, I guess for me, then I'm sorry to cut you off, but I, no, you're I get confused with what is considered pop music because pop by, for pop all the purposes, short for popular music, right? Correct. So, I'm going to continue. Go ahead. Yeah. Best pop solo performance, Truth Hurts Lizzo. Mm-hmm. Um, best pop vocal album, When We Fall Asleep, Where Do We Go? Billie Eilish. Okay. I'm just going to like. Billie Eilish won for best pop vocal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Best pop um, duo slash group performance, Old Town Road, Little Nas X featuring Billy I- um, Billie Ray Cyrus. Um, I'm trying to get to it. best R&B album Ventura um, Anderson Pop. Uh, he's another person I wouldn't consider R&B, but okay. Um, best urban contemporary album because I love you deluxe Lizzo. Best R&B song say so. Now this is the part where I need to have a talk with the girls. Let's have a conversation in the cafe. I love JoJo. Mm-hmm. I do, but in this actual award, she does not get it. Hmm. Now, the raw people want to know, why does JoJo not get a Grammy for Say So? JoJo does not get a Grammy for Say So because she didn't write. She has no writing credit on the song. Because she has no writing credit on the song, she does not get the Grammy. Uh, That's the way some some of the awards for Grammys work. If you have writing credit, then you get a Grammy. If you do not have writing credit on the song, you do not get it. Okay. Yeah. And because it is a actual category for song, she does not get a Grammy. Mm. <sighs> the ins and outs of this shit. Best traditional R&B performance, Jerome by Lizzo. Um, I feel like that would have been better for the actual song because I love you. you I, think so? To me, she was singing her heart out. On Cause I Love You. Yeah. Jerome, that compared to Jerome, it's like, eh. Hmm. 
Like she like if you remember like think of the two songs. I know exactly which ones they are. Yeah. But I feel like she was singing her heart out on Cause I Love You. Especially when she hit that um high when she hit that high note. True. But even still on on the verses of Cause I Love You, she's not really singing. It's you know more what? of rapping. Sing rap type feel. It's she's not really singing. She's only singing the chorus on Cause I Love You. Jerome, she sings the entire song. Okay, fair. Um, that's R&B performance. Come home. And it's a pop feature in Andre 3000. Uh, let's move along here. <laughs> I think this is the first time that a black person won for best rock song. This um, this land by Gary um, Clark Jr. Which is something that nobody is really talking about because mm-hmm. he won two rock Grammys for that song. Hmm. Which means it must be everything if he won the Grammys. I actually ran into him by um, Master Square Garden, and he was so dope. Yeah. Like I didn't get the chance to speak to him, but he just was like really interacting with people that recognized him. He was so dope. He was outside smoking a cigarette. <laughs> just casually. Okay. Um, hmm. That's rap song a lot. Twenty One Savage featuring J Cole. I have a problem with this. Now, J Cole has been nominated for Grammys in the past. Mm-hmm. The fact that a song like A Lot got won the Grammy and not any of his solo material, because he had a solo song he was nominated for in the actual award show, which is Middle Child, was in the same category. But the song was 21 Savage, he won, and it's his first Grammy. His first Grammy. That's crazy. Is a feature. That's crazy. Then you have, of course, like I stated, Missy also run for Best Rap Performance, Racks in the Middle. Um, let's see. I think we are done. Uh, we all know Kurt Franklin won a Grammy. Two gospel Grammys, of okay. course he did. He swept. I think that's all we got. So, what have we learned here today, kids? <laughs> We've learned that we are still being discriminated against because in Tyler Creed's acceptance speech, he also spoke how his rap nomination feels like a backhanded compliment. Now, I love when he said in this speech, sorry, I love when he said in this speech um, that in a way it's kind of like being being having your music classified as urban is like the um, best political way, politically incorrect way of saying the N-word. Yeah. Now, he was very accurate when he said this Mm -hmm. because it's like technically he's not rap. Yeah, this ain't t- okay. <laughs> Pardon them, y'all. Pardon uh, listen, them. we are running on fumes. Listen, okay, fumes, bitch. We'll get through it though. Come on, we, all, we are. We got this. So, I think because I know that the thread is going to be some shit, and I yes. I do want to talk about something, but um. I think it's going to be in the thread. So I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I have a sister that loves to call while I'm recording. <laughs> and of course she's going to say um, something crazy. Oh, this is what I wanted to talk about, bitch. Now, before we start recording, remember I was laughing hysterically at something. Yes. Before we take our break to go into the next segment, bitch, you're going to crack the fuck up. Oh, God. What is it? Peter Guns will reportedly is reportedly the new host for t- um, the television show Cheaters. <laughs> Excuse me. 
fucking shitting me? Seriously? It's actually a post. Uh, she um his Instagram. Bitch, you know what? It is the caption says, "Who better to help you catch a cheater than Peter?" <laughs> okay, don't ask oh, no questions. Just too fuck it. Dead ass. I'm done. All right, we can go to the next. I, I, I'm not. I don't even want to touch it. I don't even want to touch it. I don't. Even, who Bitch. better to help you catch a cheater than Peter? Bitch, we you go. were the most notorious cheater. Like you sat here, number one. Not only were you cheating on the mother of your of two of your um children, you married the side chick. He has the personality of a wood chip. And yep. Okay. <laughs> Let's, go. Let's go. All right, y'all. We'll be back. I can't, I can't okay. We'll be right back. I can't. You know, um, while we were filling our cups, I I, I genuinely. What's the matter? I, I have a question. Okay. Sit down. It's okay. You can do it. You can do it. Come on. It's all right. No question. For the people. Come on. Okay. Um, it's, it's been hard for me to come forth with this. IG, Twitter. Twitter. Yes, and then we have an actual email set up. Yes, yes. So, WRYH Podcast on all social media platforms. And then, and then, if and you then, want to send an email. Yes, God. Send an email. Send I don't like crying to y'all. Send an email. Give them the email. At at gmail.com. Once again, it is askwrychpodcast at gmail.com. Listen. What so, is your excuse? I mean, what, what's the problem? You ain't got none. The smartphone is in your hand right now. I got problems. We got answers. So, send in your listener letters, questions, comments, concerns. Let us know how you feel in the show. Maybe it's something you want us to talk about. But you got to send it in. If we don't talk to you, we won't know. That's right. I'm tired of crying. I'm tired. My, yes. My, I'm tired I got to hand him tissue. Don't stress me out. You. Just you? Y'all stressing Lonnie out, too. Uh, Clearly, he's crying. Clearly, he's crying. He won't fight with me today. But anyway, yes, yeah. make sure you make that happen. And uh, he can leave. Let's get back to the show. <laughs> he can leave for real, y'all. Oh my god. <sighs> give it to me, what say? Give it to me, what say? Give it to me, what say? I, I have no voice for this today. I have no falsetto. It's all out. I'm so sorry. Marlon is running on fumes as well. I'm, I'm, don't I'm let out. don't let these yawns fool you. Please don't. We turned up, but yeah, we, it, it was a real turn up. Incredible. Before we get into the thread, I have a question for Marlon. What as a as a purple one? Mm-hmm. For those of you guys that don't know what that is, that means Prince mm-hmm. Stan. That's right. Depending in the purple frame, I am. Um, what are your thoughts on the Prince tribute at the Grammys? I actually made sure to forward Marlon. Yeah, All right, so check this out. <laughs> All right. 
I'm going to preface this by saying that I am actually proud of Usher because it was not terrible. Mm-hmm. I'm proud of him vocally because he didn't flop. He didn't do too much. He didn't do too much, which is great because he doesn't necessarily have the Prince range. Yeah, and vocally. if you guys don't know, Prince is is literally falsetto king. Yes, um, from baritone all the way up to soprano. Okay. As I sip. Okay. What I need... I, I don't know when someone else will decide to do a Prince tribute. And, I, and for those of you that are like, he was four months too... Um, four months. He was years too late with it, blah, blah, blah. Like, people can do tributes whenever they want to. Exactly. You don't have to do it, you know, as soon as they die. And then after that year, it stops. Like, people can do it when they want to. So allow people the space to do it. However. Oh, Lord. Prince literally has literally, we are still receiving music. Paisley Park can put out an album a year from now on and we will die before they run out. Okay? So, while he was here, there's about 35 albums of Prince music out? Why do you bitches keep singing the same three songs? Why? Purple Rain, while iconic in its own right, undeniably so, that is not the only piece of music that Prince has, people. It ain't the only great piece of music he got either. Y'all can... Sing something else. Sing something. Sing something else. I can I please make a request, Beyonce? I know you sang Purple Rain on the Formation World Tour, but um, for the love of me and the love of how you cover music, can we please give consideration to Beyonce actually doing Diamonds? Of, I mean, excuse me, doing Diamonds of Pearls. I actually, I actually can see it happening because you don't really need your background singers for it because technically she can do a bit of both. I just want to hear her break on basically when they spell. (laughs) I just want to hear her break because there's some covers that B does I love. I still go back and listen to Sex on Fire when she covered it um, with excuse me, she was doing Glass and Berry when she um, did what song of Prince did she do? The beautiful ones, and then she transitioned mm-hmm. from the beautiful, beautiful ones to um, "Sex on Fire." Now that was an unexpected mashup. That I didn't know I needed. Mm. Um, I completely agree. Prince has a catalog. You literally can pull one that's not known by the girls and use it to tribute him. It's kind of like Janet. If people, when people want to pay tribute to Janet, they automatically go to Rhythm Nation. But I'm like, mm-hmm. sis. You do realize after Rhythm Nation, there were several albums that you could pick from. Like the albums to pick one, pick from. Not to mention, today is Janet Jackson Appreciation Day. But bitch, can you please? There's a Janet album. There's the Velvet Rope. Bitch, the Velvet Rope. 
Honest to God is the birth of alternative R&B. I need y'all to really <laughs> understand that in the late 90s, Janet gave you the birth of alternative R&B. Listen. That full album, besides being about self-care, speaking about basically domestic violence, it touched so many topics. With that being said, bitch, Prince, sign of the times. Two, a double album that was supposed to be three, but they told me couldn't do it. Beginning to end. It is a masterpiece. Prince talked about AIDS before anybody else on this album. Come on. Get it together, y'all. If you're going to do a Prince tribute, take a note from BET, because they are the only ones that I've ever seen do it right. And they literally, when they saw Billboard have Madonna do the Prince tribute, they said, yeah, we saw that. We got y'all. They literally, in the way that they did Prince, because <laughs> the way they did Prince was so much better than the way they did Michael, because Michael had just happened. Right. I get it. But when they did Prince, when they did Prince. Let me tell you something. They did it right. They did it right. And it was multiple people they had tribute him. It was not one person. No. It expanded alongside of it. And I'm going to cut you off the sidebar before we get into the thread. Bitch, let me tell y'all something. He is definitely correct when he said that you don't have to sit here and choose. Basically, it doesn't have to be right after the person died. But can we please revisit the Amy Winehouse tribute? I love Bruno Mars. I promise you I do but I would want someone else to tribute Amy listen I would want someone else to do it and I want you I want you to give me the original demos and versions of two of her biggest songs which is Tears Dry and Wake Up Alone literally you can end the tribute with Wake Up Alone I would die. <laughs> I would die I as a stand inside. Right oh, oh, okay. We gotta move on. Oh, oh. Not to mention, I want you to dig in a crate if you want to do Amy. I want you to do it right, bitch. I want you to dig in that crate. I want you to dig. And I want you to go back to Frank. Mm. I do. And I want somebody with vocal ability to cover, take the box the way it needs to be done. Like, I would kill No Shade. And it sounds so left field. I would pay cash money to hear Lettucey saying take the box. That would be iconic. Y'all can't see my mouth on the floor, but my mouth just hit the floor. I, that is so random, but I can see Lettucey saying it. For some odd reason, I can hear Jasmine Sullivan saying it. Oh, bitch. I. It, <laughs> If I could get Jasmine to cover, he can only hold her. <sighs> Let's move on. This is a whole nother topic. This is a whole nother topic. This is a whole nother topic. This, ah! Okay. Why did you do that to me? All right. All right. We're back. We're back. All right. All right. Sorry, y'all. So we went somewhere. Okay. It's time for us to move this boat. Okay. Out of the dark of the bay. <laughs> it's time for the thread. 
Marlon is gathering himself. Gather yourself. We might as well call this episode trigger warning because um in, in true That's right. in, trigger warning. In, in true okay. who raised you hoes fashion. Oh wait, I'm gonna be a part of the yell. I wanna be a part of this one. Cause this one we were both triggered by this shit all week. And it's actually a two part to this one. So Let me pull this up. Yes, you do what you need to do. Pass the Troy. (laughs) (laughs) Because though this is not, it's not encapsulated by you and what you had to say. It was some fuck shit, man. It was some fuck shit, and it goes into the rest of the thread. Because it has the same tone. Um, if you all don't know, Pastor Troy made a comment about Lil Nas X. Deacon Leroy. And he said he guess that's why he guess he won't be getting a Grammy no time soon. Um, because he refuses to wear pink on the red carpet. My my sidebar, my nigga. Can we talk real quick? Cause I have to identify. Cause when you speak about hood dudes that just don't have sense that are that's common, you have to talk to them like you have their IQ, my nigga. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to say around the early two thousands when white t shirts literally looked like blouses. Um, pants were droopy mm-hmm. and extra baggy mm-hmm. and the Air Force had to be white mm-hmm. short top mm-hmm. we had on headbands mm-hmm. let's talk about a moment in history and a moment in time you had um, the Cameron who proudly was heterosexual we knew this but loved the color pink when you see a pink fur and a bandana who do you think of instantly Cameron. Literally, there is a picture of this man wearing a pink fur with, I think it was even a light pink on two-way. Not even two-way. It was a next hell. He literally wore pink. He was like one of the first dudes you ever saw to iconically wear pink. Pass, um, excuse me, Deacon Leroy, let's have a conversation in this cafe. I'm, I'm going. I'm going co-pilot real quick. How dare you sit here and say I shouldn't have to explain to my child why there are two men kissing on television? First and foremost, when will we acknowledge the elephant in the room? Why are y'all letting the te- the television raise your child? How about that? But let's take it a step further. I don't know how many times we have to say this. I don't. I don't. I don't know if there's like a space in y'all brains that just won't let you be logical. Mm. Talk about it. You can't catch gay. It does not work like that. S- you you can't choose to be gay. It does not work like that. No matter what your children see on television, no matter what they hear. If it ain't for them, it's not going to happen. Flat out. Period. Side side bar. Side mother level bar. I don't know how many times I have to say this. 
But I, there's a point that needs to be made here. Spill it. I don't know if the homophobes need to hear this, but I'm going to go ahead and say this. All right. Myself, Marlon, and literally thousands and millions of homosexual people are people that I identify within the umbrella. I don't know if y'all need to hear this, but you're going to hear it today. I said this before, but I need to reiterate it again. Mm -hmm. We were raised... In a heteronormative household. We were raised around heterosexuals. And guess what? Here our gay asses are. (laughs) What is the problem with teaching your child tolerance? It starts at home. It's just like racism. It starts at home home. If you're teaching your child to be homophobic, guess what they're going to be? Homophobic. If you're teaching your child to identify races and make them feel less than compared to you, what are they going to be? Racist. So why? Why do we have to continuously have this conversation? I'm going to say it again because I know I have quoted this line on this <sighs> show before. We're bringing Prince right back into the mix. Go listen to sexuality. He said children are not bad from the beginning. They only imitate their atmosphere. Cut Period. your shit. Cut your shit. Uh, Pastor Troy, dude. Deacon. Who the fuck are you? Who are you? Somebody, and who cares? Somebody that's known, uh, known down below the Mason Dixon. Right. And I get, but my <laughs> thing is, sir. Child. And the fact that you you have conditioned your son to be just as hateful and bigger than as you. Mm. Just as hateful and bigger than as you. Did, did you see the comment he said something about they were in, him and his son were in uh, Applebee's. Applebee's and they saw two gay two dudes kissing or something like that and son was like, fuck them gay niggas or something like that. Like, this is the reason, like, this is not times from before when we didn't have voices, and thank God for social media, because a lot of people don't understand, this is the shit that we used to have to stomach in silence. That's it. Had to take it on the chin, had to not, like, had to suffer with this shit, traumatized forever. There are many of us that are still working through our trauma from all of that bullshit. It's to the point now, I'm openly gay, but I will not hold hands with my man in public. I will not kiss him in public. I don't even want his arm around me in public. Why? Because I was almost gay bashed when I was in my 20s. Literally almost gay bashed. So please don't understand. When I get passionate about this, it's because of the ignorance of you motherfuckers almost got jumped. Me and the dude I was with at the time. Makes no sense. Makes no fucking sense. But you question and wonder why we have to consistently talk about this. Because of this dumb motherfucker, we got to. We have to. We have to keep talking about it. And it's not going <sighs> to stop being a topic of a conversation as long as you all continue to be fucking dickheads about this shit. Which takes me. Oh, Lord, here we go. Come on now. Take your time, Pastor. Take your time. Which takes me into the broader spectrum of this. Because you motherfuckers had a whole lot to say. A whole shit show to say. About Lil Nas X and Billy Porter. 
Here we go. And I'm dragging my fellow gays by the edges on this one too because a lot of y'all had a lot of shit about shit to say about it too. Oh, it's specifically a Billy Porter. There's a lot more shit I got to say, but I'm gonna let you go. So I'm gonna start by saying this. Okay. And I'm directing this to my queer community. Y'all do realize that the rights that we have Mm, talk about it were pioneered Mm. by the Billy Porters of the world by the trans women of the world do you realize that these quote unquote straight acting and appearing gays that y'all want on the forefront so bad were not present for the liberation of our rights. They were not on the forefronts for that. Did you also forget the fact that we even have a fucking gay pride thanks to drag queens, transsexuals, feminists, effeminate men is the reason we have a gay pride in general. Do you not know the story of Stonewall? Because everyone likes to celebrate what happened at Stonewall, but they don't want to talk about the fact that it was black gay men that were basically targeted during these riots. And that a black trans woman was the first one to start the riot. She threw the first break. Exactly. So learn your fucking history. While y'all are sitting here writing dissertations and essays, and I got a word for our least favorite pick me in a minute because he pissed me off. He pissed me off. So, and I call him a pick me because that's exactly what he is, but we ain't gonna get into him right now. I'm focused on y'all. Let's have a conversation in this cafe. Like, I just don't understand why 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 are y'all so threatened by people that live in their truth? I don't I don't get that. Anything that is not cooking, you want all of this like visual visuality, you want to be seen, you want to be respected, but then you want to tear down people for being seen and respected. And being themselves. You want to be yourself. You want to love and live out loud. But you are quick to tear down the people who are standing on the front lines. Being themselves so that you can also be yourself. Whatever yourself may be. I don't fucking get it. Now granted, I didn't. I have not cared for the last probably three outfits that Billy has worn. <laughs> okay. Same. I, Fair. I... Billy started off really strong with the fashion game. And now it it at some points it does seem repetitive. Repetitive. Reductive. All of that. But I still do not take away from the impact that he is having on society as it pertains to our community and our freedom to be ourselves. Talk about it. Because let's be perfectly clear, there are not many black out gay men mm. in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Okay. Furthermore, outside of RuPaul, 
when Dennis Rodman was doing his thing, how soon we forget about that. But y'all didn't say shit about the worm, but that's okay. He does not he, but wasn't he also heterosexual too? Yes. Okay. Which is what made it palatable. Mm, continue. What other black gay out men do we see just being black, gay, and out? Don't worry, I'll wait. Because mm. you don't. And those that you do, ain't nobody really talking about them because they can be seen as heterosexual in so many ways. And what do y'all want? Like, I don't understand what y'all want. What do you really want? Because a lot of people keep talking about some, oh, well, you know, I'm tired of Hollywood, um, Billy Porter doing stuff like this, because when they look, when society looks at them, they think we all like that. Oh, now, there's a piece of that that I agree with in the sense that Hollywood likes to push the narrative of flamboyant black gay men. Mm-hmm. And that's all that you all cater to. Mm-hmm. And yes, there are more of us and we come in different shapes, sizes and shades and all those great things. Mm-hmm. However, talk about it. However, that is not the totality of this community. It's not. And it never has been. And furthermore, if you all want that type of representation so bad, then why don't you step up? Ooh, ooh, my Tamar hand is raised. My Tamar hand is raised. Go for it. So, yeah, there's, um, there, there's a lot that could be said about this topic in particular. Um, but there's one person in particular that I have a few choice words for. Mm-mm. So, somebody had the gall, the audacity, the caucasity to come forth and say something out of the side of their neck. Out of the side of their neck. And I actually think I have a picture of it. I already know who you're about to talk mm-hmm. I think I have a picture of it. Because I, I, I got so very vexed when I went back to this. So, person says, sorry, I don't hang out with a bunch of ass-shaking Instagram thoughts, nor do I dress up in women's clothes. I'm not going to be in the club loud and obnoxious either. The most you gon' get is some sexy pictures here and there, information about my product, about my products, television, um, music, and TV shows. I'm a boss, not a clown. Remember that. So, that was the first tweet. The actual caption on Instagram says the following. Seems like the only type of black gay males that you want to support, that that y'all want to support to mainstream, is the ones that put on wigs and girls' clothes. I know y'all used to see these rainbows, used to seeing these rainbows. They used to push the um, the agenda in quotation marks. I'm not a part of it, nor will I ever be. I got my own way. Sorry, not sorry. Kissing face emoji. Chris, uh, excuse me. Milan, Christopher, let's have a conversation. You're right. You may not be one of those, but let's not forget how you cannot live in a glass house and throw rocks with your fucking hand. Because Contrary to belief, the ballroom girls in Chicago know exactly who the fuck you are. Yes, we do. 
Um, if I'm not mistaken, there was an actual clip of you voguing Femme Queen with a fucking wig on your head. Okay? You made a mockery out of the fucking community by going on Love & Hip Hop Hollywood, sitting here being the first open gay relationship they showed in the whole Love & Hip Hop franchise. It was a big-ass disaster. You continuously will prove your ex-boyfriend correct in everything he has to say about you. You are a pick-me. You want attention, you grab for it. I've never seen someone that has so much business, so many television shows. You're so busy, but you're forever in the comments on the shade room looking for attention. Then you have the nerve to belittle the people that are actually in the community that do wear makeup, that do wear wigs, that do wear women's clothing. Why? So you can put them down to uplift yourself? This is the same person that talks about that's not my wave. Did we forget you have a fucking dildo line? Did we forget that you actually made a mole of your asshole? Did we not forget that you also posed full nude for a magazine before? But yet, you're a boss and you're completely different. No, you're showing yourself off to get attention. And when that shit doesn't work, you want to cry about it. Every five seconds, you want to run around and say, oh, but I'm the first openly gay rapper that got success. No one can name your material. No one can name your shows. No one can name any of these quote-unquote businesses. So before you consistently look for attention by downing others, why don't we shut the fuck up? Because you're no better than any of them. None. I don't. I don't really gel with the whole putting people down when your past screams. <laughs> you are. You are literally the person that you say you don't hang around. You've been that person. I. Ballroom for 13 years. I know Milan very well in the ballroom scene. You, you're legendary for Vogue Femme Dramatics in Chicago. We know who you are. I've seen you in a few weeks. And it's no shade. It's just the facts. <laughs> you cannot so, be the pot calling the kettle black. You can't. I, 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 I know the the new year is here already and we're in February. My God. But can y'all throw this alleged gay agenda back in 2019? Leave it in the last decade, please. Because as a card-carrying gay for 37 years, I still have not seen a copy of this agenda. 32 and a half over here, baby. And I'm, I'm still confused on what it is. Can we also throw back this idea that society is trying to emasculate the black gay man with all this femininity and all this stuff. Yo, where did y'all get this shit from? Because if I'm thinking back to yesteryear, yesteryear in the 80s, we can go back and, 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 and tap our two icons that we both love so dearly, Prince and Michael Jackson. Can we can we name something overtly masculine about either of them? They were not masculine in the slightest. At all. In the fucking slightest. But they were beloved and are still beloved by everyone. 
Prince literally was the first androgynous pop singer that you probably will ever see. And he wasn't even pop, he was funk. But he was androgynous as fuck. You can't even you can't even classify a genre for Prince because he's done it all. Exactly. But like, come on. And then like y'all wanna talk about um all these um black male comedians out here getting in dresses and selling out. Do you all remember uh, <laughs> 60s? I can't even remember his name right now. I know exactly Black what you're talking about. Not literally that, had a character. Was it? I might be wrong. I'm afraid to be wrong, but I'm going to say it. Wasn't it Flip Wilson? Flip Wilson! Dress and drag, one of the best... Com- the first black man to do it. The first black man to do it. And y'all ain't had shit to say when Martin did it in the fucking 90s whenever he did Shanae. Y'all love him. Y'all ain't had shit to say when Jamie Foxx used to dress up as Ugly Wanda. Y'all ain't had shit to say when Martin Lawrence sat here and wore a fucking wig and a dress and an actual fat suit for fucking Big Mama's house. Y'all ain't had shit to say. But all of a sudden, because you see male comedians put on a fucking wig, all of a sudden y'all have a problem. You didn't have shit to say when Eddie Murphy... This clumps. He played two women. Sure did. So, what? You, what? What you saying? What exactly? The How does that attack the masculinity of? No one can take away the masculinity of the black man. And then, furthermore, so this masculinity that you're talking about—Are we talking about the super macho, over the top, emotionless? masculinity that they've tried to make us be forever and with that attack us with that and call us savage and call us angry that's what y'all want us to be y'all will protect this quote unquote black mass black masculinity this masculinity in the black man money you will protect someone that's openly gay in the community like and that's just obviously to be a black man y'all don't y'all don't give a shit about it y'all actually probably plotting to jump his ass like i it, it just doesn't make sense. It makes no sense at all. What, what, just say, just say that black men shouldn't be gay and go away. Because that's, I, I, I feel like that's what y'all really want to say. First of all, the last time I checked, there were even gay people in the fucking Bible. There were gay people in the Bible. There. Sorry, that there, there are there there are animals that are gay are that. Practice homosexuality. It's been dated all the way back, literally, to Egypt. We did not just get here. I, I, Talk about it. It is not some white man shit, as y'all, a lot of y'all love to say as well. <laughs> it didn't <sighs> just happen, it didn't come out of nowhere. It's a thing. It happens. People, people, niggas be gay, yeah. Niggas be gay. Niggas be gay, yeah. And y'all, just, you gonna have to deal with it because it's not going to stop. Because it's part of humanity. It's like. Can we, can we please get into the fact that most of the people that have so much to say about gay people are normally gay in real life anyway? I said it. I ain't taking it back, and y'all can take it however y'all want. I, Trigger warning done. We're pulling this boat in the dock because I think we've said more than enough. 
today about this topic because obviously both of us are triggered as fuck. Yeah, y'all just who raised you those? Y'all need to get together. That's Ugh, that you know the mental health tip for both of us. I'm gonna sum it up. Is y'all motherfuckers just need to do better, make better decisions, yes. be better people. Yes, like that, that's all. That's it. We're done. All right, we made it through a dry episode. Praise <laughs> the Lord. It's over. All right. <sighs> With that being said, thank y'all. We'll see y'all next. Well, I think we should pre-record an episode for them since next week you're going to be traveling. Yeah. We might pre-record something. Get a nice little table topic going mm-hmm. and just elaborate from there. But yeah. until then, we'll see y'all next week. Bye, y'all. Bye.